Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. And you have not lived, ladies and gentlemen, until you've been told off in Spanish by a three-year-old girl. Multiple times. Multiple times. Her big thing was to shake her finger in my face and go, no quiero. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show, professional radio done while you wait. And soon we'll be on Waiter, so we can bring professional radio right to your right door. Right to your door, huh? And a, and a cheeseburger. Ooh, yum. Because we're branching out into cheeseburgers. That's what oh, I Oh, we think. are? Yeah. I'm Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. If life gives you limes, Tammy, make margaritas. Who said that? What rock star said that? Huh? Uh, Jimmy Buffett. That's right, yeah. And by the way, I'm not playing Margaritaville today. I think Why? it's oh, because there is... A threshold of diminishing returns for songs that, uh, and I know everyone has these songs, that I really like that song the first three quarters of a million times I heard it. And that's kind of where Margaritaville is for me. I have to be on a cruise and about three sheets to the wind, and then all of a sudden I care about stepping on a pop top. <laughs> but so No, you start looking up now, what is that? Oh, a pop top. That's yeah. right. Okay. I thought he stepped on a pop tart. I like pop tarts. Uh February 22nd is National Margarita Day. Mm-hmm. Why? I have no idea. Why not? I can find absolutely no reason whatsoever for it being on there. Was the blender invented today? Was the drink invented today? Nothing. I can find nothing for it. But as I look down, and you know I look for different reasons to do shows. Yes. As I look down that silly, you know, today is hug a cookie day. You know, tomorrow is talk like a dog day. You know, that's who everybody sounds like Scooby-Doo. The the National Margarita Day was started by Todd McCalla, and it's February 22nd. I don't know when the um, the affiliates will be running this show, but February 22nd is National Margarita Day. Now, here's a long walk to get to the topic. Oh, go there. I used to have a student, this was about three years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and he was originally from Mexico, and he kept saying to me, look... I know there are some great Mexican rock groups out there, so how about we do a show? And although we talked about it and talked about it, it never really came to fruition. Okay. So when I saw National Margarita Day, I thought to myself, why don't I just do the research and find some Mexican rock groups? And I don't mean Santana, and by the way, we will get around to Santana a little bit later on, but I mean... Mexican rock groups. Okay. As in from Mexico. Yeah. And I thought to myself, is this going to be good music? Because, you know, I'm an idiot. Well, of course it is. It's really good. So we're going to talk Margarita today. We're going to talk about some people who are Mexican rock stars. And we're going to play some Mexican music for you today. And if you're sitting out there thinking, shaking your head, going, no, 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 don't do that. I'm going to change your mind with one song. All right. Now Just look. make a drink and stay with us, right? Now, now look, uh, English is my first language. My second language is, I think, Pig Latin. Uh, my third language is baby talk. And I don't no, think I can... No, you're not that good at baby talk. I can't speak Spanish very well. So, the name of the song is Guacarac. I 
know I've pronounced that wrong already. And the group is Boleta de Juarez. Guacarac. I guarantee I've misspelled and mispronounced everything. I think you tore it up, man. <laughs> Dig this on Rock School. Hey, familia! Guacarac dedicado a la chata y amigas que la acompaña. Talking about National Margarita Day today, not really. I mean, I just needed a reason to play some Mexican rock bands today. It's just something I've wanted to do, and then why not? It's and National I Margarita Day. And I needed a reason to drink a margarita. That's right. Now, you're a fan of margaritas. Oh, my gosh. It's probably my favorite drink of it, all times. It is, a matter of fact, the most popular drink in the United States. 18% of all mixed drinks ordered, period are a margarita of some kind. Yes. Now, the original margarita, Uh look, nobody knows where it came from. Right. Nobody knows who Margarita, Margaret, Peggy, all these other different names that could very well turn into margarita. Nobody knows who that is. There's a lot of theories. They do know, people who study this stuff, do know that the drink is specifically Mexican because of the tequila that's in it. So it, it wasn't named for Peggy Lee? That's one of the theories, believe it or not. Uh, and I'll get through a few Peggy, of those. As Margaret well. Lee. Exactly. That's that's one of the theories as well. But they do know that it was invented in Mexico, where citrus fruits and also the triple sec and also the tequila are just everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's available. There's also a belief that it was created because somebody couldn't drink any alcohol except tequila. I don't buy that. Now, come on. Yeah, Good come on story, now. but meh. you yeah. like you like margaritas the way they were originally made on the rock. Yeah. You're not a fan of crushing it up and making no. it a slushy, no. syrupy no. drink. No, no, no. A lot of people are. The thing that I don't understand with margaritas today is when they take a Mexican beer, there's this beautiful fishbowl glass. Yeah. And they take a Mexican beer and they go, boop. And they shove it right in. Yes. I don't... You like that. I'm not against it. I don't understand that. It's two <laughs> weird things. Okay. So where did the margarita come from? Well, the earliest story that anyone can find is that it was concocted by a Mexican restaurant uh, restaurant by the name of... Actually, uh, I don't have the restaurant here. I have the owner's name. Uh, Carlos Herrera. He went by the name Danny. It was in 1938 for this gorgeous Ziegfeld showgirl named Marjorie King. And this is the one where King was supposedly allergic to all forms of alcohol except tequila, but didn't like to drink the stuff straight. So what he did is he added salt, lime, a little bit of orange, and ta-da, we have the first That was at the Rancho La Gloria. Are you serious? You have that? Yeah. 
Jeez, what the internet won't tell uh-huh. you. I'll give you another one. Uh, another uh, method or way they think it was created uh, states that it was the brainchild of Texas socialite Margaret, a.k.a. Margarita Sams, who first w- mixed one up at a house party in Acapulco in 1948. No, 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 no. No, no. That one doesn't no. even hold water. It does not. Let's play another song from a Mexican rock group. We'll come back. The group's name is El Tri or El Tri, which has got to mean the three. And then the name of the song is Como No, which I think means why not. I'm so I'm so probably wrong. This is just one big question mark, isn't it? It could very well mean your giraffe is standing in my alphabet soup. I do not know. Here's L3 right here on Rock School. Solo y angustiado, 
You know what makes me most nervous about playing songs that are from Mexico and are completely in Spanish? <laughs> I have an idea. The cursing. Yeah? You know what? I mean, this is rock and roll, and you can hear that both the last two groups, LT and the first group, which, uh, let me get the name of it again, Boleta de Juarez. I know I'm not pronouncing that correctly, but... You, you can hear that they sort of are one of Chuck's children. They have learned Chuck Berry's riffs. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're holding on to that. The next one leans a little bit more hip-hop, uh, but it's still a good song. Nice and rock. But I, I make such a point when I put this show out because we have 17 affiliates. And I, I will not let any dirty words. In fact, I'm even, you know, people say, well, why'd you bleep that? Look, I don't know what's going to upset you somebody. You don't know what to bleep now. Right. I'll You're bleep not bleeping anything, are you? Scam- <gasps> I don't know. If you speak Spanish. Should these- you send it through a Spanish bleeper? <laughs> these guys could be cursing their heads off. I think off, they and are. I have no idea if I they're doing they it I think they are. Or not. You're doing real, real bad things. This is the one I tend to think may be correct because A, it takes place in Tijuana, B, it takes place in the 1940s, and it can be linked to a movie star. So it makes sense to me that people who are coming across the border in uh, from California uh-huh. into Tijuana, and I've made that walk, by the way, I've yes. done that. Um, when you're making that walk over, that makes sense to me. This right. person drank here. There's a, you know, it's a bar. I got to yeah. get people in the door. Come Absolutely. up with a story. You know, you got to have a drink, right? You got to have a gimmick. Exactly. You got to get them in the door. Uh, it says it may have been named for Rita Hayworth, who was offered one by an admiring bartender during a theater gig in Tijuana in the 1940s. Rita Hayworth's real name is Margarita. Cancino. Ooh. See, now, doesn't that line up? Oh, and she's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. You may be right. You may have hit it. Right, and if I owned that bar, i do that's the, the one I want to yeah. believe. You know, George Washington slept here. Rita drank here. Yeah. That would be my thing. Uh-huh. It says here also it may have been served up to a singer, Peggy Lee, whose real name was Norma Eggstrom. Might have changed it, too. Uh, Peggy, however, uh, obviously a traditional nickname for Margaret, hence Margarita, don't... Uh, I'm not buying don't that buy one it so either. much. Mm-hmm. Don't buy it either. Don't, no. don't buy it either. I'll give you one more. Okay. Cocktail historian David Wondrich. You know this guy is just ripped constantly. Uh, his best guess is that the margarita, as we know it, evolved from a Mexican cocktail known as the Daisy, which was alcohol, citrus juice, and grenadine served over ice. Now, look, you make drinks with what you got. Yeah. And that makes sense. Says he was popular in the 30s and 40s. There were gin daisies, whiskey daisies, and inevitably tequila daisies. And the original recipe was tequila, orange liquor, lime juice, splash of soda. Does that sound like it might be? Yes. Splash of soda? Well, I don't know why. People put those toppers on top of... um, uh, Drinks, they don't really add to the flavor, but it's like you have a yellowish drink. Oh, I love a top. And then that brown, you know, layer right uh-huh. on the top. That's, you know, you you do a, a lighter alcohol, like an amaretto or something like that. Right. And it sort of lands right on top. So there you go. That's all I got. The, the, the It says here the frozen margarita, the one that's slushy, says owes its existence to Fred Waring, who created the electric blender. Ta-da! And really? The, and the first time it appears in print... Uh, at least according to Sirius Eats, is back in 1952 in the Electric Blender Recipes book. Now, you know everything I know about the margarita. I used to call on a, an office, yes. and every Friday was Margarita Friday. And what, they, a doctor's office? Shh. <laughs> and they, well, they were closed. And so, they, they so had. Wait a minute, so, wait a minute. If I showed up at 3 o'clock on a Friday after uh-huh. Margarita Friday, 
I could have very well got a nurse that looked at me and went, you know, you're more handsome. No, no they you. closed. They closed at noon, but they had to oh. do billing till five. And to entice, <laughs> there's, there's to yeah, entice, I wonder if their accountant got everything right. To entice his staff and yes. make them look forward to yeah. every Friday. I'd stay. He bought a margarita machine. Uh, I'd stay. One of the the slushy machine things. More Mexican rock music. Molotov is the name of the group. The name of the song is Lagunas Metales. Or not. I can't tell you. You don't even know what that means, do you? Not Lagunas, I think, is language. Stop, stop. Metales, I think. Quit trying to make things up. I think means elk tree. I don't know. Here you go on Rock School. Amigos invisibles, yo nunca los vi Héroes del silencio, jamás los oí Andaba de parranda cuando tocaba banda Y fue el otro yo el que fue a ver a la banda Cuando tocaba mano dijo chao y me fui Y el café Tacuba no me deja dormir No deja dormir, no deja dormir Yo no comer animales de mar Y no conocer a Andrés Calamar Cuando tocaba el trillo escuchaba cri Me hacía pipí no me dejaba ni No creo en la sotería y nunca había brujería Y no pudimos ir a los de Charlie García Porque los pericos no nos dejan dormir No nos dejan dormir Y el cabo que ni quería Hablo con nadie me dio de la calle Lentando madres, lentando madres Ando en el viaje esperando que baje Son las lagunas metales Hablo con nadie me dio de la calle Lentando madres, lentando madres Ando en el viaje esperando que baje Son las lagunas metales First break, talking about margaritas here on Rock School. Now, my two favorite stories about you and drinking, and I have to tell you, you are not a huge drinker. You'll have one and you'll quit. But my favorite two stories about you and drinking... That worries me that you have two stories. ...are the margarita. All right. Yeah, we took the kids for the first time down to Mexico. Both our children are from Guatemala. So we took them as close as we could get them. We pulled into... What is it? It wasn't... It was Cozumel, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. No, it wasn't Cozumel. Yes, it was. It was. was, You're right. It was Cozumel. I'm, I'm thinking Cancun. I get them mixed up all the time. The island... And we go to the opposite side, and since I was driving, I said, you know, I'm going to stick with Coca-Cola. no problem like that. Boy, you made up for it with margaritas, because you think of a margarita here in the United States, you get an ounce. The one they served you, my dear, I think had half a bottle in well, it. Well, and, and... And you drank three of them. Did I? Yes. Oh, I guess it was good, huh? I, I remember. Okay, story number two. <laughs> That's number. Oh, there's more to that story. No, but that story we'll has to forward. end there. And this doesn't happen with you a lot. My other favorite one, we were in Los Angeles 
and we had two days before we had to leave again. So we were just walking. I yes. Mean, we, we walked the Sunset Strip. We walked a bunch oh, of other places. we were walking like 10 miles, remember? Yes, it was wonderful. Well, we found this little Mexican restaurant, and it was easily some of the best Mexican food we've had, and you had your usual margarita. Now, remember, we're from New Orleans. So at the end of the meal, the waiter comes over, and you look at him and say, go ahead. Uh, can I get a cup? Yeah, can I get a to-go cup for this margarita? <laughs> the guy bursts into laughter and says, no, you can't walk around the streets of, of, of Los Angeles oh, no, with he, a drink. Oh, no, he went and got other people. That's right, he got the, he got the manager. And he all. got other people, and they all came and sat down and, and said, you can really do that in New Orleans? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we kind of understand. I said, we're on foot. And they're like, oh, yeah, I understand, but you can't take it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, just keep talking to us. I'll finish it here. And she did. Yeah, because here it in was New- wonderful. Here in New Orleans, if you don't finish your drink, they'll just put it into a plastic cup. We're not wasting good alcohol. <laughs> on your way, young man. Just don't do anything dumb. So there. All right, who's listening to us here on this radio show? We're going to have some fun with the Spanish language here in just a moment. Uh, KCMJ in Colorado Springs. Uh, If you want to know more about that Mexican trip, boy, I'll be more than pleased to tell you the story. She won't like it, but I'll be more than pleased to tell you. You know there's some good margaritas in Colorado Springs. Hey, stop it. Stop it. Back in a minute here on Rock School. I have been explicitly told that all details of the Cozumel uh, problems with the tequila-based drink margarita shall be kept secret from this point on. Just put it this way. Yes. Sometimes tequila makes you crazy. It does. Uh, what's that old song, the country song, Tequila Makes Her Clothes Fall Off? Didn't quite That's get... That's a country song. Yeah. It didn't quite get that far. But man, I tell <laughs> you. All right. Let's talk about it. We're going we're gonna to play a, a song that everyone seems to know uh, to this point. Do you know the song by Santana? Again, another young man from Mexico. Do you uh-huh. know the song, Oye Como Va? Yeah. Okay. Oye Como, como Va. De litra a mm-hmm, bueno mm-hmm. panosa. That's when I just hum. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know what it means? Because we here in uh, in the United States, we're, you know, if it's in another language, it must mean something grand and great and strong and something that's... Get in that's, here and clean the kitchen. Yeah, pretty much. No, it's it's a pop song. That's really all it is. Oye como va, if you take the words and translate them out, it says, listen how it goes. My rhythm, it's good for having fun. Mulata, which is a person of mixed race. Listen how it goes. My rhythm, it's good for having fun. Mulata. It's a pop song. Right. That's it. And you listen to it and you're like, that's got to be deep, man. That, no. that is pretty deep. It's a pop song. Here you go. Oye, como va on Rock School.
to the bottom of the hour. We're going to do seven days and 70 seconds here in just one second. But once again, I, I wish to apologize to anyone who actually speaks Spanish for my pronunciation of Oye Como Va, but I'm going to try it again. What are you trying? There are three songs that are completely sung in Spanish or mostly sung in Spanish that have gone to number one in the United States. One of them happens to be Hey Macarena. Macarena. Hey. Right. Uh, I'm going to attempt to sing it in Spanish. And then I'm going to tell you what it means. Because, again, here in America, oh, that's in another language. Oh, I've been waiting for oh, this. that's got to be deep. That has to have some grand meaning. All right, Thank here God we go. Thank God you've had a drink on this one. I'm going to try Do it. Do it. Dale a tu cuerpo alegría, Macarena. Que tu cuerpo arias something, something, alegría y cosa buena. I'm really bad at this. Uh, <laughs> dale a tu cuerpo alegría, Macarena. Hey, Macarena. And you're thinking, oh, it's got to be. Big. Here comes the okay. English translation. Give your body joy, Macarena. That your body is give you joy and good thing. Give your body joy, Macarena. Hey, Macarena. Hey, Macarena. It's a it's a pop song. All right, let's do seven days in 70 oh. seconds. Yeah, Hang grab on. your piece of paper. Uh. These are the dates February 19th all the way through February huh. 25th. I believe you have Monday, Tammy. Do it. February 19th, 1956. The five... What? Satins. The five Satins. Satins. The five Satins record really? in the still of the night. Really? In the basement of St. Bernadette Church in New Haven, Connecticut. That's the way it used to be done. You found a nice room with nice reverb. Set up the mics and go. Like a bathroom? February 20th, 1949. Rick Nelson, actually Ricky back then, joins the cast of his parents' radio show, The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. February 21st, 1970. The Jackson 5 make their television debut when they perform on... American Bandstand. February 22nd, 1994, Prince is granted a trademark for the symbol he's been using for his name. And February 27th, 1992, Anthrax appear on Married with Children. That's right, and they performed live. February 24th, 1973, the Birds play their final concert in Passaic, New Jersey. And then February 25th, 1970, Ernie sings Rubber Ducky on Sesame Street. So popular, they turned it into a pop hit and had success. Oh, I don't remember that. You don't remember Rubber Ducky being a hit? I don't. Oh, it was monstrous. I played it on the air. You did? I'm not kidding I tried to block it out, I'm sure. We gotta play another one. The name of this band is, he takes a deep breath, crosses himself, Caifanes? C-A-I-F-A-N-E-S. Caifanes. Oh, I know you messed that up. There's no way. The name of the song is Afuera. Afuera. A F U E R A. On fire? That's en fuego. It is en fuego. I don't know. What is Afuera? This band that's close to what I said. That's who I'm playing here on Rock School.
second break here on Rock School, and I said it earlier in the show, but uh, our kids are adopted from Guatemala. Our son came to us at nine months, so he wasn't speaking at all. However, our daughter came to us just shy of three years old. So she was already speaking, and you have not lived, ladies and gentlemen, until you've been told off in Spanish by a three-year-old girl. Multiple times. Multiple times. Her big thing was to shake her finger in my face and go, no quiero. Or no quiera, whichever it is. Uh, it, I believe that's the Spanish equivalent of, I don't want to. Oh, it was I don't awful. Wanna. Oh, yeah. She let us have it. I don't know what else she said, but I'll tell you what. I think she swore at us. That was a mouth on it that kid. It was bad. One of the fun things was, though, we have a woman that lives right down the street from us who's from Colombia, who, when she saw my daughter, just absolutely fell in love with her. And I remember watching her have some kind of interaction with her, and I thought... The, the thing she said was, give me a kiss. Uh-huh. Okay? And in Spanish, that's demi un beso. So what I did on, you know, when I got our daughter, I went to the Spanish teachers on the, on the campus, and I said, look, I need little phrases to say to the kid. Are you hungry? Do you want something to drink? Right. Do you have to go poop? Right. Do you have to pee? You know, the basic things you say to a child. Put on your shoes, pick up your room. Go to bed. Right. Stop punching your brother. That kind of stuff. <laughs> Help, I've been taken captive. That, those kind of things. And I thought I had heard the woman up the street correctly. The correct phrase for give me a kiss is demi un beso. And I couldn't understand why my daughter wasn't reacting. I'm thinking, does she hate me? Is she nervous with the whole thing? I was, say, I was saying demi un pescado. Do you have any idea what that means? Do you have any idea what that means? No. Because I said it to one of the women who, who spoke Spanish. No, what does it mean? And she laughed and, and hit her hand. It means give me a fish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have no idea why I turned beso into pescado, <laughs> but my poor daughter, you know, was, was, why would I give you a fish? Where would I acquire a fish? Doing your lips fish? like this. I have no idea where I'd get a fish. Oh my gosh. But what was funny is you and I are trying to learn all these phrases and all that, and we had to take her to daycare. I mean, she, I mean, we had to work. There's no two ways about it. Right. That, that whole thing about paying the light bill. So I remember I picked her up one day. And I said something in Spanish, you know, do you want to go home? Do you want to do this? And she looked at me and she said, yeah, let's go home, Dad. What? She picked up English. Bang. Yes, she and did. it kind of made me go, oh, it's too bad because you lost your Spanish. I can't speak it enough to teach you. But I just remember her turning to me one day and saying, let's go home, Daddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, it was six months and she was speaking English. Perfectly. no trouble whatsoever. Yep. Well, not perfectly, you know. Not as, not as good as us. Okay, we got to take a break. Who's one of the uh, people playing Who's the us other here? people? Go. There's one other one. Say it. KFOK, Sacramento, California. I wonder how you say that in Spanish. I'm not saying it. Back in a minute here on Rock School.
coming out of the break, we're going to play another song by a rock group out of Mexico. But first, I have a neat little run here. Here are stars that are Mexican that you may not have known, ladies and gentlemen. The lead singer of Motley Crue, Vince Neil. Yeah. No. Half Mexican and half Native American. Oh, my goodness. He is. That the blonde hair, that does not belong wow. to him. That comes out of a bottle. That's amazing. Dave Navarro, he was, uh, of course, the guitarist for Jane's Addiction. A little while with the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. He is of Mexican heritage, but says it's sad he doesn't speak Spanish. Aw. Yes, yes. Uh, Chuck Negron. Chuck Negron, you have any idea? Chuck Negron. Chuck Negron. Chuck Negron. Yes, you know him. Chuck Negron, yes. He's one of the three singers from, um, one of the three singers from Three Dog Night. Yeah. Really? Zach De La Roca, ladies and gentlemen. He is the, the lead singer of Rage Against the Machine. His father was a guy named Robert Isaac Beto De La Roca. He's an American painter, a graphic artist, and muralist, and was part of the Chicano Art Collective in Los Angeles for a few years and was known as somebody who would fight the government because the moment he would paint... You know, somebody come along and say, you can't do that. And he stood up for wow. painters' rights. So you can see cool. where Zach got his interest in going up against the government oh, straight yeah. from his father. And so there. And of course, uh, you probably know Carlos Santana. Obviously, he is a full-blooded Mexican person. There you have it. Now we got to play something else. El Gran Silencio is the name of the group. I think that means the Grand Silence, which is a cool name for a band. It is cool. The name of the song is Alma de B-Boy. Which means very loud. I have the slightest idea what that means. But it sounds like this on Rock School. break here on Rock School, and we're going to come out of it with uh, the La Bamba song, you know, Pela Pilar La Bamba, which oh, I'm yeah. sure is wrong. And by the way, I know for a fact someone is thinking about writing me an email, Joe, you said that you went to somebody on campus who spoke yes. Spanish to talk to your daughter. Why didn't you go and figure out what these things meant before that? Because this is funnier. <laughs> that's the that's the only you screwing it up you. is a lot funnier. That's right. Make yourself look like a jerk. Uh, here's a couple more people who are in the music industry who are uh, of Mexican descent. Joan Baez, question mark of question mark in the Mysterians. As a matter of fact, he and a couple other people in the band were the children of 
what would you call that? Uh, people who come in and do work and then go back migrant yeah, workers. Yeah, migrant workers, right. right? And Linda Ronstadt was born in Tucson, Arizona to uh, a father who was a prosperous machine merchant uh, who was also from Mexico. And so there you have it. There's a few other ones here. Uh, Louis C.K., he is a full-blooded Mexican. Really? Did you know that? Really? Yes. He's the comedian? Even, yes, he's even kept his Mexican citizenship. Get out. Gilmore Girls star Alexis Bledel. She's entirely of Hispanic descent, which is funny because she plays, you know, a wasp, a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant yep. daughter. For who, real, huh? Who lives up in the Northeast. Uh, Black Eyed Peas singer Fergie is uh, one quarter Mexican. Uh, Uma Thurman is half Mexican. Why can't I come now up you're with just, it? Now you're just dealing with wannabes. No, come on. No, half and a no, fourth. Come on. Remember Rebecca Black? It's Friday, Friday. She is half Mexican, and I'll stop You're right not going to play that, are you? No, God, no. No, 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 no. Uh, I want to play La Bamba, because in the same way that I told you the um, Oyakomo Va lyrics, and I also told you about Macarena. Again, there are three songs that went to number one that are in Spanish or primarily in Spanish. La Bamba, Hey Macarena, and Despacito, which is the new... Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Justin Bieber? Oh, yeah. No, we're not playing that one. We're oh, play come Bamba. on. It's fabulous. And even the, the, the Mexican version without him in it. You know, I should have thought about that. Yeah, it's really good. It is good. a decent song. It is very good. But I want to do La Bamba, but I'm going to play Los Lobos because it was the Los Lobos version that went to number one. Okay? Ah. All right. By the way, I, we don't have a whole lot of time, but the the recipe that you like best yes. for a homemade margarita, and by the way, it's not easy. We've made it numerous what times. What do you mean it's not easy? It's not. It's, it's a difficult it's drink to me. make. easy for me. You're making it. I guess. Uh, is by who? Uh, Alton Brown. Alton Brown. It's, it, a, it's the yeah. fresh margarita that uses uh, agave. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I know that sounds really stupid. You're thinking, ah, agave. But it's, it's better. It really is good. It really is. I'm making it sound like we drank a lot. Okay. Shut La up. La Bamba. What does it mean? Everybody can sort of phonetically. That's all I do. Oh, that's beautiful. If I turn it into English, it goes to dance the La Bamba. To dance the La Bamba. Well, that's weird because La means the. So I'm saying to dance the the La Bamba. So I'm sure it's just to the to dance the La Bamba. I'm saying it wrong again. One needs a bit of grace. A bit of grace for you, for me. Now come on, come on. Now come on, come on. I'll be. For you, I'll be. For you, I'll be. For you, I'll be. And then into the chorus. Uh, bamba, bamba. It's a kind of a dance. And then it goes, uh, yo no soy mani meadow. That's right. Yeah, I'm not yeah, a yeah. sailor. I'm not a sailor. I'm the captain. I'm the captain. I'm a captain. Bamba, bamba. Again, it's supposed to be some grand stuff. Nope, it's pretty straightforward. It's pop song. Just that. And it's good. So we'll finish. You're going to play it? Yeah, we'll finish with Los Lobos. It comes from the uh, Richie Valens movie. And uh, hopefully you can get your hands on a soundtrack of it. Go look up. All I did was search the idea of well-known Mexican rock bands. And it will just avalanche out of your computer. There were a lot of other groups I could have played, but maybe we'll have some time after this one to play. So that wraps it up. I'm Joe Burns. You I'm are? Tammy Burns. There you go. La Bamba, Los Lobos, The Wolves on Rockstar. Bye-bye. Oh,